Hello and welcome back to Game Bites, a podcast where we talk about games, past, present, and future. I'm your host, Brian Rooney. With me today, a guy that's not prepared, and neither am I, but let's be honest here. Anthony Costanzo. Anthony, say something awkward. Did you just make a joke? I did. <laughs> <laughs> you looked at me. The, the laugh line was the guy that asked the question. Like, you waited for me to continue your yeah. line. We're off to a good start. Yeah, it's uh, it's... I don't know when the last time an episode posted, but it's been like a month, I think, since we recorded. Mm. Life. Things happen. Yeah. Did we miss a week? Uh, yeah. Once. Twice. We missed this week, I think. All right. I think Unless I release this right away. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> no, don't do not do that. Uh, I don't care. <laughs> Just, oh, okay. <laughs> uh, t- today's topic, we're talking about Into the Breach. Um, Anthony, I know I brought this up on an episode I guess over a month ago now, but that's right. Do you know what Into the Breach is? It's a it's a game. It's mm-hmm. a mm-hmm. of of video game like proportions. Mm-hmm. It's on a it's on a square playing field. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. a it's a. Are you looking a, at a picture? You keep it's, looking down. It's, it's it's got a it's got little green squares, and then <laughs> yeah, I'm looking at a picture. <laughs> You getting a little text message there? Uh, no, my phones are here. <laughs> I I don't know. Where... <laughs> I, I don't know. You want to start this over? Let's start this. Over. <laughs> <laughs> run, it, run it back. <laughs> <laughs> All right, into the breach. It's uh, a strategy game that I wanted to play since it came out, and I didn't for a while because it's only available on on PC. Okay, and then then it came to Switch. And I was going to buy it on Switch, but I don't know why I didn't. And then it came to Stadia and, and was part of uh, Stadia Pro. So I got it with that subscription. So I finally played it. Uh, and nice. I'm happy I waited only because I played it exclusively on my phone with touch controls. Like I didn't even nice. put a controller on. So like when I was just kind of laying down, this was my go-to game for a lot of days in a row. Gotcha. Is it like, cause it's it, from what I'm, Seeing here, I'm assuming it's like all menu based and like yeah, it's it's yeah. a turn based strategy game. Okay, so you you see you have an eight by eight grid. You have three mechs that are piloted by pilots. <laughs> I felt that sentence like, sounding weird uh, as it was coming I'm out. I'm too far. I'm too far in. <laughs> so you have these pilots that pilot a mech. <laughs> oh, we're just gonna double down. Got it. <laughs> well, how would you say that? I don't know. Go ahead, give it a shot. Uh, I no, see, I'm just gonna I'm gonna avoid the question <laughs> entirely. <laughs> so the reason I, I'm saying you have pilots and a mech is because the pilots have certain like stats and abilities, and the mechs have certain stats and abilities. So they okay. stack together, uh, and you have three on a team. And okay. then that's cool. The game starts out. There's only one island that you could pick, but you see there's four islands, and after you beat an island, it unlocks another one. And then when you start a new game, you could pick any of the islands to start that you've unlocked. So okay, you pick the first island, and you, know, you see like the leader of that island give you like a bunch of context. And what's going on is these aliens called the Vex are are uh, invading. The Vex has that been used before? Uh, yeah, uh, Destiny. Right, and we're just kind of skirt over that. <laughs> I don't. Is it, <laughs> maybe maybe this was Vec. Mm. I, I didn't do too much of the reading in this game. I liked the, right. the the, the storyline is interesting. Like you're time traveling 
pilots and you go to different timelines and try to save all the timelines <laughs> from the invasion. Pilots piloting through different mm-hmm. timelines. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yep. Like, and when you beat the game, like it tells you like that you're going to a different timeline, like to try again. And cause it also, what's really cool. So I'm not big into the, the name or even the genre, but the rogue lights, rogue like light, whatever the hell they all are. Like. And I, 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 there's, it's both. Light oh. and like. I don't know what the difference is. Is light care. meaning it has like some attributes? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. I don't like the term, so. But yeah. anyway, like this has some of that. Like you'll do a run and you'll get experience points. <laughs> I don't like the term, but I'm going to use it. <laughs> <laughs> so your your pilots and your mechs, are, they'll level up. And then when you lose, you can keep one of those pilots for your next timeline. Okay. And when you win, you can do the same thing, but obviously... You know, losing and so having someone more experience is a nice little bump for the next run. Right. Oh, that's kind of cool. Yeah. I, and that seems fun. You start with three three different kinds of mechs, and then you unlock different ones. You can customize which ones you want to use. The three starting ones are probably like my three favorite for most of my time. But then I unlock some other ones that are pretty cool. Hmm. But the idea is you go onto this little battlefield. Like I said, it's an 8 by 8 grid. And... I'm going to go with Vec. I think it's Vec. No, thank you. <laughs> nice. Uh, and the Vec are there. They're mostly like bug looking things like, you know, Starship Troopers kind of shit. Why does it always have got to be a bug? I don't know. They, like Some look like scorpions. Some of these like flying like things. Oh, it kind of looks like a Beedrill from Pokemon. You know, like one of those. Oh my God. Nice pull. <laughs> <laughs> and um, you, you don't have to kill them. Like that's nice. not... The idea it is Vec here. with a K, V E K. Okay, Destiny was V E X. Right, that sounds right. Yeah. So you don't really have to kill them. Like it will tell you how many turns are left, and there's a bunch of buildings, and the buildings are also your your power supply. Like that's your resource. Like when you lose all your power, that it's game over. Okay. And they're trying. The Vec are trying to attack you and your buildings. So like sometimes. You got to decide like what's more valuable, the health I have or this oh, building, and step in front. I've heard about this. <laughs> oh. Was it from you? Here's the problem: I listen to so many games conversations. I don't know if I've had them or if I've heard them. <laughs> I was like that, but I haven't listened to a games podcast in about two weeks now. No, is it because uh, we haven't released one. <laughs> <laughs> no, like. I, I, I think I told you like I started Audible. Yeah. So I, I, I it's just it's been a rough like stretch at work and listening to games podcasts and then not having the energy to go home and play games is just frustrating me. Sure. So I stopped listening to it. I get that. And I didn't listen to anything for about a week. And then I discovered Audible and that's all I've listened to for the past week. And enjoying every moment of it. Nice. I gotta look at how many hours that I've listened to because it tracks all that crap. Listening time. It's funny that we're getting into Audible at the same time. <laughs> yeah. So this week, I have 19 hours and 17 minutes. Hmm. Just a little bit of time there. Yeah, just a little bit in a week. Not an entire day of your week. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get into that later. Tell me but, about so, the back hormones. <laughs> yeah. So it, it starts and there's like maybe two or three of them on the board. Okay. And then everyone makes their move. Uh, like, so they'll make their move first and you'll see where they're going to attack. You could simply move out of the way 
if they're going to attack you, if they're going to attack a building, you could push them or attack them so they move <laughs> and their attack lines up in a different way. You can kill them. Like there's a lot of different ways to avoid your buildings or yourself getting attacked, and it's cool to try to figure it out because you could like bump them around with different attacks. So it's just it's like a little puzzle game to try to figure out how not to lose any health or any building health in a match or on a turn. Mm. And then so they'll make their moves, and then you'll see like a little crater open up in the ground, and that's where a new vec is going to come out of for the next turn, and you could stand on that. And block it, you'll take one damage if you're standing on it, but you could also push an enemy on it, and they'll block it and take one damage. Ooh, all right, all right. Now we're getting into the strategy. In different levels, there's also water or lava, and if they can't fly, you could just punch them in there and kill them one shot. Hmm. Um, you get different attacks that you could shoot through your buildings as if you upgrade them so you don't damage your buildings and you could hit the, the, the enemies. There's just a lot of depth to the game that I didn't know was there in the beginning. Right. <laughs> Cause as you're playing, you're earning reputation and you're earning like different points. And again, I wasn't reading, so I didn't know what anything was for. And then <laughs> it's not his fault. He can't read. <laughs> <laughs> so this is when I realized I'm going to read the achievement here. Um, I just had it open. Okay. It's a, uh, so each, each Island is called a corporate Island. So this says, finish three corporate islands without powering a weapon modification. I was like, huh, you can power up your weapons? <laughs> <laughs> and that's what I, I started to like teach myself more about the game. Like, You can make your mech stronger. You can give them more health. You can make them move faster. You can give them a secondary weapon. I didn't know any of this shit, and I was loving the game. So nice. once I figured that out, I'm like, man, this is awesome. See, all, once all those things come into play, I get it. I think that's really cool. And if you want to dive deep into that stuff, I'm sure it's a lot of fun. That stuff just gives me crazy anxiety. Like, which thing do I update first? Or Sure, what? but I was having a blast, and I didn't realize <laughs> it was there. It, yeah. So you can ignore it. Uh, yeah, more. Let's if you could remember when we do our God of War episode, let's bring this conversation up again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Me, this is really hard. <laughs> I open a menu. This is really easy. <laughs> mm-hmm. We, now we'll get to it. Um, so th- in this, it starts out, you have the first corporate island. You go there, you, you beat it, you move on to the next corporate island. When you finish the second corporate island, you can choose to go fight the final wave and boss and beat the game or go to the third island. So, obviously, the first time, I went right right to the boss, and it's not like, like, it kind of scales, so if I go at the end of the second one, it's not as hard as if I would go at the end of the third one, so it's not like, finish more, level up more, and get in there, like, it doesn't really matter, it kind of scales to where you are, but the first time I went, I just got my butt kicked, because... It's oh, like it's substantially harder. Not only did I not level up by going to more <laughs> islands, but I also didn't level up because I didn't. <laughs> yeah, like it's substantially harder. Like, and it's longer too. So it, it's I beat the game probably about a dozen times now. And let's just cut that phrase out and use that. <laughs> what did I say? Oh no! Keep going, please continue. <laughs> what did I say? What do I do? I don't know what I said. You'll have to go back and listen. Maybe I I probably won't. Hmm. I'm too into Audible. Sure. 
Uh, so <laughs> the last mission, again, I beat the game about a dozen times, and it's always the same. Like you go into like this volcano looking thing, and you fight a big wave of them, and then you fall through like whatever ground you're on and get to a, a lower thing, and it's like their hive. And you, they drop bombs down to you, and the bombs take like five or six turns to get like armed. So you have to okay. defend the bombs while you're getting swarmed by all these Vec, and they're trying to attack you and attack the bomb. So sometimes you got to move the bomb by attacking the bomb. <laughs> like it's it's pretty crazy. And then once the bomb is armed, you just warp out of there with you know dumb. Things like see you in the next timeline, and then, like just disappear, <laughs> and then the bomb goes off. Nice. And then it tells you how many civilians you save because I forgot to tell you is each building has a number of civilians, and every time like a building gets attacked, you just see civilians die. Like not actually see them, like your counter come down. Like oh, how God. many civilians died, and you should tie that to your social account, a la Last of Us. <laughs> oh yeah, I remember. Brian's that. dead. Wait. What? <laughs> <laughs> when they release another, like, left behind, uh, uh, um, factions, I'm probably going to pull the trigger. I almost bought a PS5 the other day. Mm. It was in stock on Amazon. And really? I, put it in, I put it in my cart, and I went to check out. I'm like, oh, yeah, what am I doing? <laughs> and then I didn't. That's funny. I'm surprised it was available. Uh, it, well, I still get notifications when things come available. So I saw it, and I, and I happened to see it immediately. I'm, like, oh, I'm just going to buy it. And then I'm like, but, but why? I, I, I probably hesitated enough where it was not going to be there and I went to check out anyway. Mm-hmm. But I stopped sure. myself. Well, would would you try you. Into the Breach? Yeah, it sounds fun. Um, I'd probably play it on Switch. But you could play it for, for free through our family share. Oh, that's right. <laughs> Forgot about that. Oh, <laughs> I tried to do this in my car. It was a whole ordeal. I couldn't sign it. It's just a... It was just a nightmare. So that was a bummer. I've seen people's pictures of it happening. It's possible. Yeah, it is possible. Or is, uh, So in order to do this. And anyway, we're know, talking about putting Stadia in a Tesla right now. Right. Right. And in order to do that, you need to sign into your Google account. But you can't go directly to Google because it says that it's an insecure browser, which I, which I get. Fine. Whatever. So there's like workarounds where you go to other sites that have a sign in with Google button and you click that and then you sign in through there. And that worked for me originally back in the day when I put my personal email in there, but it's not working now for the next one that I'm trying to do. So, I mean, I try. I, I spent like 30 minutes trying to do this and I was like, this That's is solid effort. Uh, yeah. I was going to say like, it's not like I didn't try. So and then, I, then I, <laughs> then I stopped trying and I opened up the backgammon game. I really like playing backgammon on the, on the Tesla screen. Did we play backgammon together? We sure did. Hmm. I feel like, did you teach me how to play backgammon? I sure did. <laughs> <laughs> Either I taught you or Mini Mike taught you, but we definitely played together uh, at the pizzeria. Did I try to gamble with backgammon? You sure did. <laughs> <laughs> did we? Yes. <laughs> Dollar games? Dollar games. <laughs> yeah. What are you going to do? Yeah. So it, it, anyone that wants to play Into the Breach, I might have a Switch is, is, is fine, but I really... How much is the game on Switch? I think it's 15. All right. That's I, I recommend Stadia only because it works so well on, like, touch controls because it's such a simple game. Yeah, because just because of the menu. I guess, I guess it's worth 
trying there since I haven't really played any anything on it. Like on yeah, I, I, anywhere you play this game, I think it's a great game. But I just I I don't know if I would have played it as much if I had a yeah take out my switch sit up and play or put it on a console or put it on my computer like just touch screen with it made it so simple yeah it you was find definitely... yourself suspending the game a lot uh what do you mean like playing through a round or like starting it getting like going a few turns and then closing it and doing whatever else you have. oh i was going a few turns and closing it because i was kind of hooked and i was doing it at work when i would have like five minutes just playing because it, <laughs> it, it it's not a game that takes long to load either so you load right love... in to see you in action at work like I, I i feel like it's ridiculous i want to know what your managers think of you they don't see me <laughs> i'm alone yeah all right i i just go there do my work no, and say, not, not to say that you don't get your stuff done i just think it's really funny that in between like you make this effort <laughs> yeah it's great i have a controller in my bag ready to go nice now i have airpods which is I don't know how I man, I I'm one of those assholes with two phones now, Hmm. and they're both iPhones. I had headphones for one, headphones for the other, and I kept telling myself like I like these headphones; they're good enough, even though the microphone was shit. No one can understand me, Hmm. and it only worked for one phone unless I unpaired it and paired it to the other one. Man, my I'm listening to Audible on my phone. My work phone rings. I just answer on the AirPods. It's so easy. Nice. Nice. Why didn't I do this sooner? Uh, I don't know. I don't know what's holding you back, but it's a great investment. And you got the pros, you said, right? Yeah. So there you go. So you're good to go here. Yeah. I love them. I'm a little scared I'm going to lose it. You're not going to lose it. They're They're real small. They're in the case. And you're not going to lose them. Because they're going to be in your ears. What is yours engraved with? It says bat pods. All right. All of my things are prefixed with bat. <laughs> Did you watch the... No. Is it tomorrow? Justice League? It's Friday. Are we sure it's Friday? I feel like it was a Thursday. Either this Thursday, Thursday or last Thursday. Oh, I don't... It definitely wasn't last Thursday. Let's or say. was it? Uh, no, I know it wasn't last Thursday. When's it out? Why the Snyder looks weird on your TV. Did did you were you one of those lucky ones that went to watch Tom and Jerry and got stuck with this? Uh, no, I, I was not. I still think that that's fantastic, though. It's I, I would have been. Oh, tomorrow it's Thursday joint. Uh, okay, all right. All right. I, I would have been very disappointed if I clicked Tom and Jerry and got the Justice League Schneider cut. As much of a Batman fan as I am, I agree. <laughs> <laughs> I I really enjoyed Tom and Jerry. This isn't the same. <laughs> Did you watch it? No. It's worth it? I mean, I'm a child at heart, so I loved it. I love cartoons. It's not a cartoon, though. It's not? No. It's like Space Jam, that kind of deal. Oh, I'm in. (laughs) But, like, here's here's my favorite part about it. It's like just regular old real people New York, like a New York storyline that Tom and Jerry are in. But you'll see random Joe Schmo walking his dog. The dog is a cartoon. But the person is not. All animals yes. are cartoons. That's cool. Like and like this isn't like a dog that has any lines or anything. It's just like random overview shot. There's cartoon animals with people. Fantastic. Love the commitment. That's really cool. No, so, yeah, that's that's great. I'm gonna have to watch that. It'll be far better than the movie that we watched for this week's episode of Flips in the Six, which was a complete train wreck. <laughs> and, and what was that? Bottle shocked. 
Did, no, never heard of it? Yeah, that'll be out before this, probably. Nope, after huh. this. Well, where can, I, where can people listen? That will get- be at Flicks and a Six. Mm-hmm. If you have Maybe. a movie or nuggets for us to discuss, you can send <laughs> those requests to Flicks and a Six at thespintune.com or tweet us at thespintune. <laughs> <laughs> what, uh, what is the premise of that movie? Bottle Shop? Yeah. It is about, uh, it's, it's the mid-70s. And it's based on a true story, which let's just hope loosely, where uh, Alan Rickman's character is uh, he he's an, obviously an Englishman and he is he knows his wine and he wants to educate people on wine. And he has he's he wants to know about um, other wines from other places. And California is up and coming at this point with wine. And people are saying that it's good, but he's like, how good can it really be? Like, they're all very snobbish about French wine. And he is, uh, he goes, he goes to California to try some wine to decide if it's worth bringing back and having a blind test in Paris. Um, to see if they could, Paris, if they could, if they could tell the difference. Uh, that seems to be the sentiment in the movie for like a lot of people, and I don't really get it. <laughs> but I know like that's a thing here, but I don't know why. <laughs> I I just like to to shit on Paris because my wife is obsessed with Paris. Oh, um, okay. So you just have a completely like it's not related to whatever else everybody's going like. <laughs> no, I okay. I, I I was never in. Paris. I was in Paris Airport, and mm-hmm. they were very friendly. Yeah, but I, I I don't know if that technically counts as being in Paris. And anyway, that, the movie is <laughs> about the is about the wine bringing the California wine to Paris, and it being better than the French wine. That's really it. And I keep saying Paris. I actually, don't they don't go to Paris? They, they go, go to France. They go, they go to France. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway, so real stinkers stay away. No, no, like it was it's not the worst movie, but if you really if you're starting to critique it, like it's a really bad film. <laughs> there's a lot there's a lot wrong with it, like a lot. And uh maybe the only redeeming quality is I just adore Alan Rickman. So, I can watch Yeah, that. is this old Alan Rickman or like younger Alan? Uh Rickman? it's from like 2008. Oh, so that's Close to the end, Alan Rickman. I think so. Yeah, I, I'm not sure what year he passed in, but it's 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 he's he's older than Hans Gruber. <laughs> yeah, I, I never realized how great of an actor he was until oh, I started so rewatching things. Like, I could, oh, first off, I watch Die Hard multiple times a year, like, and I always forget that that's Alan Rickman for some yeah. reason. Yeah, and we rewatched the the Harry Potter series. You'd be like. A year or so ago. And he's just phenomenal. He's so good. He's Alan Rickman gives 150% in films that <laughs> that really deserve zero or less than. <laughs> so into the breach. Uh, <laughs> I I hope you try it. I really like it. Um, your first couple runs are probably going to go bad. Because it took me a little bit to get the hang of it. You start to realize like what attacks will do what. When it's better to attack like head on or try to move people you kind of develop your own strategies like i started using this one mech that just kind of like blast everything in his path so i was trying to like Mm. hit them to line up and then line up a shot of a bunch of them and just go through them all 
It's really cool. And then when you beat the game, it tells you how many people you saved. That it's like, oh, yeah. Nice. <laughs> you, you had mentioned like the pilots of stats and the mechs of stats. Is there mm-hmm. any sort of situation where you are a pilot not in the mech? No. And so it's not, the, it's not Titanfall. <laughs> wait, you have a mech without a pilot, though. Oh, interesting. So what happens is if you die during the match, your mech is destroyed, your pilot is killed, and then they give you just a generic version of that mech for the rest of the game that doesn't gain experience. So it can't really be upgraded or anything. Oh, okay. But they give you back that mech to use. So it's just no pilot. That's cool. Definitely during game design, they're like, that person's dead and wiped off the board. This really throws off the balance (laughs) of the game. (laughs) Well, I've made plenty of mistakes in that game because there are, there's also environmental things that happen that could one shot you if you're in the way. I've lost people early on in the match and they get hard. But again, you don't have to kill anything. Mm. You just have to survive the amount of turns. And it's usually only like five turns or so. So the rounds are quick. Mm. And if you just want to avoid people, you can. Cool. Yeah. I definitely check that out. De- definitely check it out. I have what? a little bit of an itch for an RTS game. Uh, I've been wanting to play one. Um, and I don't know why, because I feel like every time I do, I like, oh, this sounds fun. And then I start, I'm like, oh, these systems are kind of cool. And then I get bored. I I always think about Rise of Nations, about how I want to play it again. And I know it's available on Steam. I think it's in my Steam library. Like, you could play that today, and I think it's remastered, possibly, or up Did we play that together? Matt and I played that, oh, man, it was a long, long time ago. I I went through, I think I played this with you. I feel like you maybe burned it for me. Remember when you used to burn games? I think that was Czar, and I think we talked about that on this podcast. No, no, we talked about that, but I'm pretty sure I played this, unless I bought this. I've played this game. Game's I, fantastic. And I thought I played it with you. You might have, because Matt and I were obsessed with it, and we were obsessed with trying to, like, make the game go as long as possible, so then we just nuke every, keep, like, sending nukes until everyone loses. Brian. Yeah. Do you know what I found yesterday? Oh, yesterday? Boy. Not yesterday. A few days ago. Oh, I, I needed a cable. And like any person that's into tech, I've got two boxes full of cables. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I went into the cable, and then when you, it went into the box. And in that box, is not just cables. There's all sorts of shit in there. Uh, including a burned copy of Pitch Perfect in Brian's Chicken Scratch. <laughs> Which, I don't know why I have it, but you made it. <laughs> and <laughs> that's what it's about. It's also, me. like... I feel like Pitch Perfect's not that old. What was I doing burning movies? I don't know. It's hard to say. I, 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 <laughs> <laughs> I'm kind of curious though when it came out. But yeah, no, I have a, I have a Pitch Perfect, a burn copy of Pitch Perfect from you. 2012. Are you sure it was from me? Yeah, I'm positive. I'm gonna go find it again because oh, not I didn't throw it out. I just put it back in the box and covered it up again. <laughs> It's huh. like a time capsule. Huh. But. Anyway. First, like. <laughs> I, I just have so many questions. Sure. 2012. Yep. Were we even still at the pizzeria? It's the end, I feel like. Right? Huh. I don't really know, actually. No, we weren't. We weren't. Huh. Are you sure this was from me? It's definitely from you. Maybe you gave it to, like, my dad or something? Why would your dad? I don't know. That just opens more questions. I don't know. (laughs) What else you been playing? Oh, Brian, I've been playing some games. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So 
I'm playing Halo 3. Okay. Okay. Um, probably about 70% through it, maybe 80. Uh, Halo 2, I like far better. Right. I know a lot of people like Halo 3. I'm, 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 Halo 3 has got great music, but I'm, I'm all about Halo 2. Did, did you see the infinite news? They will not be dual wielding? No. It makes me so sad, though. Like, it was, it's such that a, was it's cool. so good. I, that was I the best really, part of 2. Ah, I really enjoy that. Um, anyway, all right, so Halo 2, uh, Halo 3, been playing that, I've uh, been really, I've been enjoying playing it, um, but it's not my favorite by far. 2 is, um, debatable. <laughs> we'll, t- we'll, we'll have to talk about that one day. But, that's, that's one thing, I've been playing, I played a little bit, like, maybe, like, four or five, four levels of The Messenger, have you played The Messenger at all? No, it's, it's on my list, and I know it's on Game Pass. It's so good! It reminds me of the first time I played Shovel Knight, and I was like, oh my god! Wait, this is this is everything that I want an older game that I've played to be. And they nail it, and it's also really funny. The dialogue is hysterical, and the whole the whole concept of what happens when you die is pretty funny, too. Is it, like, it's not voice acted, right? No. It's just lost text. Um, but it's very silly. Very silly, uh, the writing. Um, that's been a lot of fun. Uh, I, I don't know. I played a, f- a few levels of it, and then I just kind of stopped... And it's like one of those things. I don't really know what kind of gamer I am, but uh, I do know that like eventually I kind of just stop things. I've rarely finished a game. It seems like was the last game you finished God of War. Yeah, and then Sleeping Dogs before that. Sleeping Dogs before that. I feel like I played something else before God of War, but I could. Oh, I, I guess I, I beat Miles Morales too. I mean, that was like you know twenty minutes of your life, right? That yeah, it wasn't that long. <laughs> uh, but uh, no, I, I just feel like I don't really. Uh, I've definitely like dabbled in a bunch of games and never really like played through them um but i usually feel guilty about it this one i didn't really feel guilty about like if i go back to it i'm sure it'll be fun but i just enjoyed kind of like getting used to the controls playing it i had a couple of fun nights playing it and then that was it and i just didn't feel compelled to go back to it but it was really fun uh i was playing resident evil 2 again and i keep pushing that story much further and then falling off of it again I don't. I maybe and I'm starting to think that maybe the first time I experienced the story, it was a lot more fun. Uh, but I'm just stressed out when I play that game, so I stopped <laughs> doing that to myself. Uh, I'm in like an underground lab. I'm towards the end of the game, but I haven't gone back and finished it. I <clears throat> next on the list. Make make sure you save some. You know, uh, I might just go over some of these again next time. Next on the list, because <laughs> uh, we ha- I want to talk about this Final Fantasy Seven. Remake? Remake. Yeah. Right? That's what it's called. Did you buy it or the PS Plus? No, one? I didn't buy it. I yeah, I got the PS Plus download. Uh I was playing that a little bit. And I was like, okay, I'm pretty excited to try this out, see where this goes. I don't I don't like it. <laughs> it's not it's 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 not good. Uh in my, for me. It doesn't work for me. I it's so clearly like under the hood. There is a uh, a turn-based game. Well, I think you could play it in turn-based, right? You can, and <laughs> you can. There's three difficulty levels. There's like easy, normal, and classic, or something like that. And classic is easy, but you only choose things from the menu, which is kind of turn-based style. Um, but it's not really turn-based because you're waiting for you're waiting for like your bars to fill. And then you're selecting things. from. It's very strange. 
that being said, I was like, I first started off with the normal uh, on normal because I like the idea of like, oh, like an action game. Like I'll, I'll, I'll hack and slash your people to build things up, and then, but then you have to switch between characters and do it, and it's like a whole layering in the option to do this as an action game on top of the menu based thing is a mistake. Like I, it doesn't work. I don't like it. It doesn't feel like I'm ever accomplishing anything. I think you're alone on that. I know I am. I Isn't know that I am. great. I just, and I, I, you know what? And I don't care. It's like, well, one day the world will figure out they're wrong. Uh, it, honestly, it's <laughs> fine. I could be wrong. This could be, I, I just, I don't. I'm wrong all the time. Th- there's also whatever the, is going on with the voice acting. Is it bad? I, I never played not, that. It's not okay. Um, it's not, first off, uh, inflection is all over the place. It's almost as if it was just a series of lines that were captured out of out of context, which is fine. Totally get that happening if you're going to piecemeal things together. They feel the need to. I say okay or mm-hmm, I agree with you a lot during your explanations of things because I'm very uncomfortable with silence. <laughs> so, <laughs> I, I do that too, though. Like, mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, that being said, I notice it when it's happening in other things. For example, the characters for no reason will grunt like as like before they do things but like a few seconds before so it's not as if it's like them ex- exerting effort but like i don't know, like the character will be running and then just go <clears throat> or we'll go ah, and then start running and i'm like i don't I, this is whatever's happening right now is very strange to me <laughs> and it, it's very uh it it, it it's it makes me very disconnected from the game because I can't I can't like focus in on it. I'm just like, what is ha- like what's going on here? Anyway, that's been my Final Fantasy VII. Uh, uh, will will you try again? No, I don't think I'm going to try again. But what I w- what I am considering doing, I'm considering playing the original remaster. Yeah, I, I've been I never played seven in any form, and I've been toying with playing the original. It's on Game Pass, so I figured I might as well give it a shot. Yeah, I remember when they announced that, that was a, a real dick punch to a lot of people because people thought the remaster was coming to Xbox. Oh. Like, I mean, whatever, the, the newest one, the remake, was coming. I was like, no, it's just the original remastered, mm. suckers. <laughs> that being said, 9 is also on there, and I had a lot of fun playing 9 when I was younger. Me and Carl Rissi. Hey, Carl. Uh, so I was considering downloading that again and giving that a go. I, but. I've only played the, I think 14, the MMO. That's really the only final fantasy I've ever played. I just remember being younger and getting a game like that and be like, Oh my God, four discs. This is amazing. Now I'm like four discs. Fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> when I start a game, one of the first things I do is I go to like how long to <laughs> And if I see like, Six hours. I'm like, yeah, yeah. If you're in the double digits, I'm starting to. You're starting to lose me. <laughs> yeah. Uh huh. I've been. Uh, I've been playing a lot, but also not like because I was playing a lot and work got crazy, so I stopped playing. And I'm. I haven't been playing too much recently. Like I'm playing Rise of the Tomb Raider. My replay on that. I'm a few right. hours into that, but I think what I want to highlight on right now is rhythm games. Ooh. Uh. So one is one is a mobile game and one is everywhere, um, which so it came to Stadia Pro as a Vici Invector, I think, 
So it's all like Avicii songs and you're like flying like a spaceship, like hitting different things. It almost reminds me of like the old like frequency game or, or I think I think it was frequency or amplitude. One of those I have yeah. PS2. Yeah. Like, so you're flying through doing this and my wife liked his music and she used to like some weird Britney Spears rhythm game on like PlayStation one. So she tried it and then she bought it on switch so she could play it on her, by her, by, on her own. And she hates the phone controller, so she wouldn't even play it there. Uh, but she liked it, so she was playing that. And it's really cool. Like, it's, you could speed things up, you could slow things down as you're hitting all your notes. It, it's fun. Hmm. And then, so I'm on this rhythm kick, but I needed a controller to play that. I couldn't just play that with uh, touch controls. And then I saw, like, it was released, like, the day before. Like, I was, like, going through all this Queen Rock Tour, oh. which. It's free to to try it. You can do like the first two songs. It's like it looks like Guitar Hero, like the circle notes coming down, and mm-hmm. you have Queen on stage playing the song as you're hitting the notes. And each color represents a different band member. So if you miss one of the notes, you stop hearing that band member until you hit one of their notes. <laughs> so if, that's kind of cool. Yeah, like if you miss like the last note of their thing. Like, they're just not in the song until you finally get their notes oh, again. that sounds fun. Yeah, I think I it's like three three bucks to I'll unlock play that the for whole a few thing. minutes. Yeah, you could try it for free. The first couple songs are, are free. Queen Rock Tour. That's not how you spell that. And get. It's, about, it's fun. I don't, I don't know how you are about this, but when I see, when I search for something and the first two results are the thing, and one of them is an ad, I am very specific about not clicking the ad version. I do the same thing when I Google something. Yeah. And if I see the first one as an ad, I don't click it. Yeah. Mm-mm. Uh, I guess the last thing I'll say I've been playing, I beat Super Mario 3D World. Oh. 3D World? Yeah. Right? Yeah. That sounds right. Th- 3D Land? No. No, 3D World. 3D World. 3D Land was the, the DS one, or 3DS. It, yeah, 3D World. I never played it because that was a Wii U game. I didn't have a Wii U. Mm-hmm. Really fun. It was pretty easy until the end. Some things were hard, but it was cool. And then I started Bowser's Fury, which is interesting. Like kind of <laughs> like kind of like how you say with VR, like you don't understand it until you try it. Yeah. Same thing with that because it's an open world Mario game. Like not like Mario sixty four, how it's like like a quasi open world and you yeah. go into levels like so you, it's open adjacent. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> like it's you're you run around and just kind of run into a level <laughs> like it's kind of it's hard to you have to play it. It's hard to explain. Right. Like There's different zones in this that have cat shines or what they're called. That's like the moons or the stars. But you could just run to a different zone. Like you don't right. have to like select a different zone or fast right. travel. You just go run to it and then you're just doing levels in there. Huh. And doing levels is kind of like an understatement to me. Like, you'll just jump around and try to find these cat shines in this one area. Okay. All so while it's like Bowser. One big level. Yeah, but it's big. Mm. Like, it seems real big. And, like, Bowser's in the background just going crazy. And then he goes ape shit from time to time and, like, shoots things at you and then goes oh. dormant again. And then. So he's, like, it's, always a looming threat. Yeah, you see, like, him in the back, like, his shell spinning. And then when he gets to a certain height. Yeah, that's when he starts like attacking. Mm, got, are you wearing a classic Super Mario Brothers shirt? Oh yeah, nice, very cool. Yeah, uh, I guess you could do your thing here. All right. Uh, I actually, you know what? I would like to do this on the show. I've got one more question for you. Oh boy, 
how did you how did you get past this issue that your wife was having with her computer? Um, we <laughs> we didn't yet. <laughs> I would like for you to explain to the listeners <laughs> she... the quote unquote problem <laughs> you were trying to overcome. She got a new MacBook. That's right, and it's a laptop, obviously, so it closes. Sure, and when you open it. If it's not powered on, it automatically powers on. You don't have to hit the power button. Apparently, that's not that's not okay. So, tried to turn it off. There's no setting to turn it off. Mm-hmm. If you go into like terminal, you could put in like whatever code to make it not happen. Didn't fucking work. <laughs> so, uh, I, I mean, when you open it, you're gonna turn it on anyway. It just seems like a time saver. Sure. It's what but, some might sell. Uh, some might say like a selling point. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. But also, give the 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 option nope. to turn it off. Nope, I'm not <laughs> backing down on this one. <laughs> Disagree. You want to open the computer to use the computer. The computer is ready to be used. That's a feature. <laughs> also, I, I've I've learned Macs take forever to log in. Type your mm. password in, and the little bar goes like loading. That takes way too long. No. Oh, also, also, tell her to stop turning it off. That's what's taking long. No, the, me, I'm saying, because I have the other Mac now. Oh, well, yeah, but don't you have that, like, garbage? Oh, no, you have a, it's an older one. It's like, it's a 2015 MacBook Pro. Yeah, yeah, those were, not, those were notoriously not that great. <laughs> Whatever. Anyway, well, anyway. Just say goodbye. Bye. <laughs>